Hi everyone, it's Isabella from True Five Bella. So I am recording another podcast with an awesome guest of mine. So Nefia, you can introduce yourself. Tell us more about yourself. Okay. First, I want to say thank you for even having me on this podcast with you. Thank you for featuring me. Um, I'm truly blessed to be very honest. Um, God bless you and God bless the works of your hands. So my name is Nafi. Um, I am the founder of a network, a platform called Kingdom Connects. And that platform is all about spreading the love of God. It's all about connecting Christians worldwide to each other. It's about just spreading the word of God, what God says in his word by different ways. So, for example, if you need someone to be in um, an event that you're having, a Christian event, then our platform connects you to that person. If you need a worship leader, if you need a drummer or so forth, our platform is there to connect people. We promote Christian businesses and so forth, all for free. So that is what um, our platform is about. And yeah, that's about me. That's much, that's all about me. So let's get into like how we know each other because I believe we met over a year ago. Uh, We were all part of um, Precious Gems, just Mm -hmm. uh, supporting our sister Cessna. And it was even interesting then. I remember there was like this one moment you were seeing that you're going to start an Instagram. And we're like, yes, go ahead and do it. Like, we got you. So looking at it now, a year later on like where Kingdom Connects is, like people all over. Like I've met people in like different states. They're like, oh, Kingdom Connects, I found out about this. Like a lot of people in New York um, hearing about events and stuff. So that's super awesome. I love what you're doing. it up so today's episode um is is one that we were both having a conversation about and Mm -hmm. we kept flowing from there like we even said that we should have recorded then but like (laughs) knowing that literally like we needed to like make sure everything was organized so we can teach our listeners on it and something that they can lean in as well so both of us being believers um which is something that i like just encouraging those that are listening to my podcast is that whether you're a believer or not like you still can relate to it um sometimes people like limit christianity to oh if i'm a christian like you can be a believer like god doesn't like look at you as a christian but he looks at you as a believer like you have to be willing to have that open relationship with him and just communicating with them and also we're talking about um today's episode is called unlocking purpose and i like when you hear the unlocking part like we're gonna get into this whole analogy (laughs) that is just so amazing um just even like with the words that um God is going to speak through both of us for this episode. I'm like so excited about. Right. So uh, the first thing we're going to touch upon, uh, touch upon is like our purpose as Christians and how it is all of our purposes when we think about like as a whole is to go out and spread the word of God to other people. So what um, we may seem as like we may see as people like spreading the word of God is just like talking about scripture but also too like what we go through in our lives is an opportunity for us to even just share about that like our testimonies can help somebody else that's going through something similar and get even closer to him so go ahead Nefia if you want to add on to that part with Christians honestly so the bible states it all it says that in matthew 28 that we should go into the world and preach the gospel it says that we should go and make more disciples so that is what our purpose is as christians that's what we are called to do we are called to be disciples of christ and then we are also called 
to make more disciples of Christ. Mm -hmm. So once we come into the saving knowledge of that, then that's where our purpose starts. So everything begins to flow from there. And then once um, we discover that, then we discover like also other means and other ways to support our purpose, which is believing and, and achieving and finding others for the kingdom of God, to raise other men and women for the kingdom of God. That's, I love that you said that, that it's to multiply and not for us to stay at that same number. Right. Because I think about it even too, like all our experiences may be different, but like you never know who your story will touch when you come right. across the dumb. So um, that's really good. So connecting to our purpose on how like this moving to the, ne- the next point is how do people find themselves like losing their purpose from what God has called them? And I think that even like within our generation, um, I think that sometimes people focus on what we want for ourselves instead of what God wants for us. So it's kind of like that, like, I think when you go according to your own plan, you're seeing that you don't trust God enough or God is not hurrying up or like you you try to put God on time and stuff. So like when you try to go according to your plan, you start realizing that so much of the things that you like would have not even had gone through if you went through God's plan and stuff, you start dealing with, you start facing like uh, trials, you start facing like so much different things. When God's like, look, I got this whole maze that you could have went through if you just literally leads to my own guidance and stuff so that's something that's good so if you want to you can add on to because i'm just getting excited for our next analogy <laughs> like, i'm like yo when I, we were speaking about purpose right? right i had this like envision like i literally seen like this vision of like us having different doors that are open in front of us mm-hmm. so comparing our purpose to doors um that's the analogy we're going to is that even like we there's so much different options that we'll have in front of us so there's like let's say one to five doors in front of us and stuff so sometimes people think that like okay my purpose i need to go through this one door Mm -hmm. and with that like god oh my god like even with that like you even decided to go to that door like Mm -hmm. right then and there like i said i didn't the person whoever is deciding on that they didn't bring god into the picture so for you to be like i'm going through this door this is what i want to like go through Mm -hmm. listen you even made a point too yesterday with that people always limit their purpose to like ministry and like i wanted you to explain more about that part right so even like when we hear purpose we think about the pulpit we think about um having a mic in our hands we think about preaching and speaking in tongues and casting Mm -hmm. out demons and you know all that stuff but in reality purpose is not only limited to ministry and i think that's something that we have to understand and drill into our heads that listen you can fulfill god's purpose you can fulfill god's calling on your life and you do not necessarily have to be standing on the pulpit you can be a physician you can be a lawyer you can be a nurse you can be a chef like there are other careers that you can do and still fulfill the purpose of God. For example, if you're a physician or you're a nurse, say you work in the medical field, you're a medical provider, you just relate into your patients through the love of God. You explaining the love of God to your patients, you telling them what the Bible says, you doing everything that God has called you to do while you are still taking care of the patient is is a way of fulfilling your purpose. You don't have to be on that pulpit. Like not saying that it's not good to be on the pulpit, but everybody's called to a different um 
path so you, just because you see your pastor doing it maybe you may not be called to be on the on the pulpit at that moment maybe you're called to go out there and and be a chef and you know people can be saved through your cooking when you pray on your cooking yeah. when you when you do other things when you build and you fix things like there's other way of fulfilling the purpose of god so please don't only think that it's only about holding that mic in your hand because mm-hmm. listen there has been many they have there has been many lives that has been saved through other means you know and it's not necessarily only on the pulpit so please you know like 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 let me said that you tend to limit god just because we limit our mindset because we limit our purpose being on the pulpit when we shouldn't limit our mindset because then we limit god and then we think that god is not able to do anything or god is did not do this for me when in reality it's because we limited ourselves yeah. we limited our mindset so please there's other ways of being um doing God's work doing the ministry doing fulfilling God's purpose and it doesn't have to be like necessarily on the pulpit that's good cuz even i think about it in terms of like when you're even going according to your plan so um we were talking about this like even yesterday just explain about how sometimes people are like okay when i grow up i'm going to be a doctor like because they're thinking about the money that comes with that role right. and or even like they're even saying like oh i'm going to be a lawyer and stuff because you know lawyers they get money like they're even like representing people so with that like i think that sometimes people even like limit their purpose to like oh or what they need to get done because they see the price tag that comes with that role right, but right. sometimes like even when you think about it like roles such as like teachers and educators and stuff which i happen to uh, be as well mm-hmm. i thought about it like if i had just limited to like just the price tag i probably wouldn't have gone with the role because but god had a bigger plan for me like with that role i was able to make an impact in like my students lives i was able to make an impact on those that i came across and stuff and it was like with that that's even a bigger price that like yo god has faith for me like when i say god is a provider he really is mm-hmm. and you even spoke about it, like how sometimes people limit prosperity just solely to money like so i want you to even like explain more on that cuz that was like a key note that i was like wow like i never really thought about it like that Mhm. So that's true because when we think about prosperity, we think about money, we think about riches, we think about wealth and so forth, but we tend to forget that prosperity is also health. Yeah. Prosperity is your state of mind. Yeah. Prosperity is living according to God's purpose, according to God's will. That's what true prosperity is. Yes, it is good to have um money and so forth, but it's not only limited to money because for example, say that you're a physician and we we said this yesterday, say you're a physician and you're only in that career just to be um just for the money. Yeah. You're you're going to be so miserable. You're not going to have prosperity of the state of 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 the peace of mind. You're not going to have prosperity of peace of your heart. You're just going to be so miserable and we need to understand that money is it doesn't solve everything. Yeah. You know, it's actually the love of God and actually the peace of God and so forth. So when we are prosperous, we are not only speaking about money, we're also speaking about the things of God and it is important also to be prosperous in the purpose of God. Like like you said, what if you wanted to be a physician just for the money? Then you wouldn't be happy, you know, and you wouldn't fulfill the purpose of God. But because God has called you to be an educator, then you're able to fulfill the purpose of God in that realm, in that yeah. space that God has called you to be. So it is important for us to also stay in our lane when it comes to that so we can be prosperous in the things of God while still fulfilling the purpose of God. That's good. That's really good. 
Okay, so we're also going to touch upon like finding purpose, being commitment. Mm-hmm. It's also in terms of you shouldn't stop at like where you think you need to be at. Like you need to keep progressing. You need to keep like figuring out like what has God called you to do. And there's certain steps that you can take. So um, we had even explained about like the whole analogy of doors. So if you were to see like the five different doors open in front of you, one door may be relationship, one door may be career, one door may be um, just your future and stuff. So if you try to go through relationships and you get through that and you look at it like, okay, like you're probably like you may have an attitude like walking into there like what am i supposed to learn but maybe you're supposed to go through your career before even walking through that other door so like i wanted you to even explain more about commitment because that's something that i feel like even when it comes to purpose we kind of like shy away from that we don't think about commitment we think about we need to find out what we need to do or we try to like do our own plan instead of like what god has called for us right so even like you said like as as humans just in general we tend to create our own purpose as opposed to walking in the purpose that god has called us to walk in so once we find our purpose which we all know is to serve god is to go out there and make more disciples we need to learn how to be committed yeah committed is just to be dedicated unto god to be loyal unto god you know be faithful unto him if he says to do something it means that we're going to do it no matter what time no matter if we are in the mood or we are not in the mood it means that we're going to do it just because we love god so much so even when we think about commitment the the first person that usually comes to my mind is jesus yeah jesus was so committed when he came to this earth and it just shows that jesus was committed to one the father which is the one who sent him here he was committed two to us and he was committed three to the purpose the purpose is why he came to this earth which is for us like his purpose was essentially us which is to save us from our sins and so forth so when we think about purpose and we think about commitment it was jesus he's the perfect example because honestly when jesus came to this earth there were so many distractions so many people ridiculed him so many people mocked jesus so many people said things about him like literally the pharisees all of those people were constantly on him because they wanted a way to kill him even judas like one of his 12 disciples just imagine that just wanted to end his life and there were so many um obstacles in jesus's way but because jesus was so focused because jesus was so committed on his purpose which is us he knew the reason why he came to this earth and because he knew that and because he constantly renewed his mind with the father you know many times in the gospels it always says that jesus went aside and he went to pray to the father he set time apart and he went to go consult with the father with everything that was happening that just shows number one like we said how committed he was to the father and then it shows that he was committed to his purpose on earth because he came and died on the cross mm-hmm. you know jesus has all power so we know that any minute jesus could have said listen i don't want to do this anymore i'm coming back to being with my father but because he was so committed to us and to the purpose of god and to the purpose of us he stayed he endured everything literally on that cross he could have just been like i'm done like yeah. he had every moment every chance there was a chance for him to give up there was a chance for him to say i'm not doing this anymore but because of his commitment and because he knew the why which is the reason and the purpose of him coming to this earth 
he was so committed to us and he he endured everything so i think when it comes to purpose we have to be committed because once we find our purpose it is so easy for us to just give up because we're excited in the first stages we're excited like oh yay i know my purpose i know this i know the different means that i'm going to achieve my purpose so even with the different means meaning like um being a physician like we said or being a singer being a musician being that and so forth i found my different means to accomplish accomplish the task sometimes we get caught up in our different means yeah. sometimes we neglect the true reason the true purpose of being on this earth sometimes we think about the fame too much and we think about the number of likes and how we're going to be verified on Instagram and so forth but mm-hmm. we yeah. then forget mm-hmm. the purpose right so yeah. Jesus was so um he was so committed to us and it's important that we be committed to the purpose of God so we don't lose our will so we don't lose and get caught up in the world cuz even the song says and and the bible like why would i want to gain the whole world and lose my soul like what purpose is that you know so it's committed that we stay committed to god which is our ultimate purpose that's good like even as you were speaking about commitment i think that even like when it comes to that commitment on like finding your purpose mm-hmm. distractions always come in and right. People like it's like we kind of look at it like, oh, I want things to look this way, and mm-hmm. then when one distraction comes, is like we're ready to give up. Right. And then it's like literally like pushing through. Like it may not look as what you expect, but when you literally trust God and you allow Him to for Him to push us through, like what He needs us to go through, we're able to look at those lessons that we learn in that process. Yeah. And even to another thing that I was thinking about was so first those distractions and also patience. Cause yeah. that's something that yo know, like patience. Like as I was sharing my story with you about like even my role of even being an educator and stuff. Mm-hmm. Before I went into it, I had prayed to God and I was like, I wanted to be a role or I wanted to be the next job that I got into, be one that I can know that like I've worked on my patience. Like my patience yeah. has gotten much better and stuff. Yeah. And then I think that too like when you like if you're uh, a, a perfectionist that's something that i used to describe myself as a perfectionist but i realized i'm not perfect like literally i'm bound to go through so much different things but it makes my story even like more precious it makes my like story like even more like relatable because we can't think that everything that we're going to go through is just because it's going to be like a smooth sailing stuff like like i said in the beginning like people go through different maze because god's trying to teach you like when you get to this point i know that you can get to the bigger picture like i know that you have that strength you have that that grit to like keep going from there so that's really good um so like with the door analogy like as we were speaking earlier was that like one thing that's very important as you're making that decision to like discover what your purpose is is making sure that you have that relationship with God and that's very important like you said that Jesus even had his disciples but when he needed to talk to the father he went by himself He didn't bring like hey Judas to school like he didn't do none of that and stuff like but like he went to the point of like literally talking to the father by himself and making sure that he's hearing from like what God wants him to do like his next steps and stuff. And another thing too that's also important is the attitude that we approach like our purpose and stuff. So if you're looking at it like okay um 
Like, I know I'm supposed to be a physician and stuff. And you think that everything's supposed to be smooth sailing because you know God and stuff. God's like, ah, like, first of all, like, just because you know me, that doesn't mean that you're getting an easy A and stuff. Like, you know, like, people who think that, like, oh, because I'm cool with the teacher, that means I'm automatically going to pass. But the teacher is going to look at you, like, even with you even having that favor, the teacher is going to make sure that you are following a great path, like, that you are honestly getting the work done. And so, so, like, when you're even talking about like that with the different doors, so if you were to go to door one, door one is your relationship, and then door five being like your career and like what God wants you to like get to. Right. So, like, what do you think about like even the attitude part? Like, because that's something we spoke about. It's so important, honestly, our attitude, the way we approach the different doors that God has set in front of us. It is so important the way we just go about it. So like you said, door one may be relationship and then door five may be career. The -hmm. thing is that when it comes to those doors, God has placed us, placed the doors in front of us, right? Mm -hmm. But God like said to enter into door five, but because we see door one and we see that it's sparkling, we see that it's gold, we see that it's set up very nicely and beautifully, we automatically want to go into door one. Mm-hmm. When God has not called us to go into door one, he said, go into door five. And that's why, like you said, it's important that our relationship with God is very developed because then we'll be able to hear from him, like how Jesus heard from his father, constantly communicating with him and so forth. So if God has told us to go into door five, who are we to go into door one, right? Mm-hmm. Because the thing is that once we enter into door five, there are things that God wants us to learn in door five. There are things that God wants to teach us in door five. And the thing is, we don't understand why God wants us to go into door five, go through door five first before we go through door door one. But God is developing us. And that's because God loves us so much. The, the, the tools that we need to enter into door one is only found in door five. So it's important because even in door five we'll find um the maybe other means of developing our purpose other means of achieving our purpose that god has called us to do it will help make our lives smoother and easier for christ but because we want to be stubborn at times just because we're humans we want it our way we then enter into door one and then when we're stuck in door one we blame god and we're like god why did you take me here god are you are you still here are you still god and so forth and god is like no you just never listened to me when I told you to enter through door five. So I think it's just important that we just have that relationship with God. You know, like you said, just be committed unto God and God will literally lead us and tell us which door to go through. Yeah. And even like with that, like God is so faithful and he's such a merciful God that he would know, like even sometimes we may have this decision that this is where I want to go through. God will show us different signs on right. what we need to go through. Like, you know, it's like, it's like, I'm thinking about it like as a child, like, you know, if a child is going towards something that they shouldn't go towards, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. father will look at you making that decision, but mm-hmm. he knows as you get closer to it, he will stop you because right. He's giving you so much signs, you know, like sometimes like just even looking at it like a child. So mm-hmm. if you see a child's going to pick up something and the mother would be like, oh, no, don't do it. And mm-hmm. it's like giving that that child that decision that, hey, like, should I go or should I just listen to the stop? Mm-hmm. But sometimes some children would be like me. I used to be that child. Like, oh, let me just do it. But next thing you know, when you're getting closer, then your father picks you up. Your mother picks you up 
from getting to where you would have gone because they know that once you've gotten contact with what they're warning you not to get towards you will be like just like just in so much like hurt or so much right. trouble that you shouldn't been in so i just think about that like even with um we even touch about like doors so doors always have a knob that has a key mm-hmm. and when god would give us so much different keys but the thing about it is that he won't label what's the key like mm-hmm. what what key goes to what door and stuff mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. maybe even you trying to open up door one you realize it doesn't work until mm-hmm. you get to door five right, you realize right. that okay like now i have one key that's open to this door i've mm-hmm. gone through it and now i have uh, like four more other doors that i can go to but then you're able to eliminate that one to try to use. The door analogy, like I hope like everyone that's listening, like you're able to see the picture that we're painting. Right. Because it's so much important than like I know people always ask this question, like, how do you know what my purpose is? Like, how do I find what my purpose is and stuff? And I'm just like, listen, like honestly, we have access to the manual. And the manual being the bible like the bible literally has like it has so much different advice about so much different things if you don't understand king james you know they got new living translation right, right. they got the message the message be cutting up like literally like the message will come <laughs> right. but like you literally have that access to like just reading so much of the different stories of different people that discover their purpose and like the guide that they had from god and i think that like sometimes we forget that when we're going through this like understanding our purpose that we need to seek god and you can't do this by yourself and i know sometimes people have this mentality that hey like i can do all things by myself no you cannot like you can do all things through god who strengthens you right he makes things that are possible like for you to like push through and stuff but like you can't do everything by yourself like so yeah like what is some encouragement that we should give to people because even like there's gonna another another point that we're gonna touch upon but i think like you were saying about the scripture of jeremiah 29 verse 11 right yeah. so i'm let me just even read that really quickly like you said the messenger version cuts up <laughs> so while i was reading it i actually went to the messenger version the messenger version and it says i'll show up and take care of you as i promised and bring you back home i know what i'm doing i have it all planned out plans to take care of you not abandon you plans to give you the future you hope for and when i read that i said listen god is so faithful like he has our plans in mind like god does not want to see us hurt so we need to put our trust in god god is the only one who will never fail us never disappoint us because god is not man he's not human he is god and the bible literally says that he knows the plans that he has towards us he knows our future he knows everything he knows how we will achieve the purpose that god has called us to achieve so we need to just trust in his word like even when we come back to the door analogy we need to trust that god is telling us to go through door five for a specific reason and not go through door one because he's trying to protect us from things like even like you said like god is he's so faithful that he will lift us up even when we're about to go through door one when he wants us to go through the other doors so just be encouraged like understand like we said the the road may not be easy at times but that's because whatever we are doing 
the obstacles and so forth it's only to help us and it's only to bring a greater testimony to develop a greater us you know and it's to us to 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 be greater in life you know to destroy the kingdom of hell and to populate the kingdom of heaven and so forth you know everything that god has is for a is for a future it's for an expected end like the bible says so don't be discouraged god literally has us in his palm like he's literally watching down on us the bible says that he's the god that never sleeps nor slumbers so someone who never sleeps or slumbers means that he's constantly watching you you know so don't lose hope don't lose faith like literally the purpose god has over your life will be established you know just stay connected to him and also fulfill his purpose because the bible says in matthew 6 33 if we seek you first the kingdom of god then all other things will be added so you also have to seek first the kingdom of God, which is his purpose. So once you seek his purpose, which is the first part, the second part says that that your purpose will also be done, which is every other thing that you want to do, like all the prosperities and so forth will come to pass, but you have to do your part first, which is seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added. So just be encouraged. Don't lose hope. Like I can tell you, we can both tell you together, like we've all had experiences, but because God is so faithful, he has never left us, you know? That's good. Even like, so one thing that I also want to add upon is that sometimes when we're even trying to discover like our purpose, we kind of settle in where God wants us to keep going. And I remember my pastor used to always make this comment that sometimes we put a full stop, which is a period at where God has put a comma. And it's like, sometimes too, like you have to understand, we gotta, you gotta keep going forward. Like you, there's every, there's different challenges that are going to come, especially in the faith walk. Like it's not something that's smooth sailing. I keep emphasizing on this. Like you're going to go through so much different trials and tribulations, but literally you have people that are going to be around you and like we said yesterday like no man is an island and not do nothing like you cannot do everything by yourself Mm -hmm. so like it's important that you also have that community as well around you like people that you can lean towards or if you're in a church you have a church home and stuff connect to a ministry that they can also help you as well because we don't all have the answers like we don't know the answers to everything and only we can only look to the creator which is god who knows so much about us like he knows more about ourselves than we do like and even think about that so um and it's okay because that's something i used to go through like in terms of i never knew how to really ask for help when it came to things i was like oh i'm gonna figure it out by myself but then i realized that that's a sense of pride that god does not like like he's like i'm trying to put you with all these other people but you keep isolating yourself like we need to make sure you have a community so um as i was telling like i was going through this whole academy like creative academy and with that i realized that yo god has all these different creatives that i can literally like talk to i can literally like express like Mm -hmm. so much different things that i'm going through in my field and stuff and looking at our talents sometimes our talents even connect to what our purpose is so um for me just even reflecting on like my talent so i love event planning i love photography i love podcasting as we're doing today i'm so (laughs) excited um and i love just like even like bringing people together and i looked at that common denominator um of the things i love doing and i realized that god was making me a connector and that was a common denominator like bringing connection together because you can't have an event by yourself 
podcast. You could do a podcast by yourself, but you need the technology there to do it. Like mm-hmm. you need the technology to help you get to another um, like avenue of sharing mm-hmm. it to people. Mm-hmm. So that's that's sometimes like we have to think about like what are the resources that we have around us to help us to get to where we need to get to. Right. Thank you so much to, uh, for doing this podcast with me because oh, thank you. Listen, <laughs> like, and you've been one of my like supporters from the beginning, and I truly appreciate you so much. So I'm just so excited. How can people find you if they want to just connect with you and just know more about you? So go ahead. Yeah. She's a Christian plug, y'all. So listen up. <laughs> <laughs> we trying. Glory to God. We trying. But I am on Facebook. I'm not really on Facebook, but if you want to connect to me through Facebook, that's fine. Um, my name on Facebook is N-A-A-A-F-I, and my last name is T-A-C-K-I-E. But I'm mostly on Instagram, so if you want to fo- follow me on Instagram, my Instagram name is N-A-F-D-E-L-A-L-I underscore which is Naf Dalali. And also if you want to connect with me or you want to connect with Kingdom Connect. So if you need um, Christian promotion with anything that you're doing for Christ, you can also DM us or you can email us at Kingdom Connects, which is K-I-N-G-D-O-M-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-S. That's awesome. So I'm definitely going to tag her and like even like put her more information about her as we share in this but i just thank you guys so much for just joining in uh don't forget to share subscribe to the channel just like even just like share with somebody that you feel like yo like they need to hear this and also come back to like truth by bella and like let us know what is something that stood out to this episode so we pray that you guys have a blessed day and just enjoy enjoy yourself and just take care okay all right bye everyone Bye.